Hey everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Tillman, coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting, and I'm so grateful that you joined in again this week. As we go through life tips, life skills, life hacks, whatever you want to call them, different ways to be productive, to reach our goals, to live that more balanced and effective and fulfilling life. And this week, I want to explore the art of active listening. Active listening is a pillar of effective communication. If you want to live a effective life, if you want to have good relationships, you want to be effective in your leadership, whatever it looks like, you need to be a good communicator. And so one of the ways of being a great communicator is active listening. But before we dive into the techniques and the benefits, let's set the stage with a scenario. Picture yourself in an intense conversation. I'm sure you've never been in one of those. The other person is eagerly explaining their point of view. Can you catch yourself planning your next argument instead of truly listening? I know I can. I can think of this uh, many times that my wife and I have had heated discussions. (laughs) Instead of listening to what she's saying, I've been planning out my next statement. And if you've ever found yourself in that spot, this is where active listening comes into play. It means being fully present in the conversation. So what is active listening? Well, it's focusing, understanding, responding, and remembering what is being said. It's not just hearing words, but it's interpreting the emotions and the messages behind them. Why is that important? Well, for one, it fosters stronger relationships. When people feel heard, they're more likely to trust and respect you. And it also enhances problem solving and minimizes misunderstandings because you're giving yourself an opportunity to make sure you've heard what's been said. When I think, let's go back to our example of the heated discussion, the argument, whatever you want to call it. One of the biggest issues that those ratchet up is because we misunderstand one another. What active listening allows you to do is even summarize back to somebody what they've said and say, if I heard you correctly, this is what you said. And it gives them an opportunity to say, no, you misunderstood me. This is what I meant. Or it gives them an opportunity to say, yes, that's exactly what I said. And that's what I meant. Either way, you clear up misunderstandings and you don't keep the conversation going based off of a misunderstanding. So let's break down the elements of active listening. First of all, pay attention. That goes uh, without saying, but I'm talking more than eye contact here. You can look at someone in the eyes and still be planning your next statement rather than listening. So it goes beyond just eye contact. It's about being mindful. Be aware of the speaker's body language. Be aware of someone's tone. Be aware of the words they're using. It can tell you a lot about what they really mean. Pay attention to what they're saying. How are they saying it? What do they look like when they say it? Is their face flushed? Are their arms crossed? Are they looking around? Are they making eye contact with you? Are their lips pursed? Are their eyes squinting? Uh, What what do they look like when they're talking to you? Also, show that you're listening. Employ verbal and nonverbal cues. Some nonverbal cues could be nodding. Uh, It could be maintaining that open posture, leaning slightly forward when you're talking to them or when when they're talking to you. And verbal cues could be things like, you know, go on, tell me more. I'm listening. Letting them know you're listening. Now, you don't want to just constantly say, go on, go on, go on, because your tone as well can can cause issues. So don't just, it's not, the words aren't magic, but when it's coupled with these nonverbal cues, it can go a long way in showing 
that you're listening to the other person. And then you want to provide feedback. So summarize or paraphrase what they said to you. Like I said earlier, stop and say, hey, is this what you said? This is what I heard. Is this what you meant? Ask those questions. Don't just go into firing off at each other. Make sure you understand and provide feedback so that you can prevent misunderstandings from taking place. And what that does is it demonstrates that you're actually listening, that you're processing their words, and it allows them to clarify what they've said. The next thing is defer judgment. So keep an open mind. Resist the urge to mentally criticize or solve the problem immediately. Wait until they've finished speaking before you evaluate what they've said. Don't evaluate it as they're saying. And we and we've lost this a little bit in our current cultural climate with 15 second sound bites and things like that, but there's nothing wrong with taking a pause before you respond to someone. Nothing wrong with that at all. It actually allows you an opportunity to process what's been said and respond appropriately. We get in trouble when we don't take time to pause and then respond. So wait until somebody's finished speaking before you start evaluating how you're going to answer them. Don't do that while they're talking. While they're talking, you should be paying attention to what they say, what they, uh, how they're acting, what their nonverbal cues are, all of that stuff, and then take time to evaluate what they said and respond to it. And then once you've done that, respond appropriately. Give an honest but respectful response. Use I statements to express your opinion and avoid putting the speaker on the defensive. Don't always say, will you, will you, will you respond with I? You know, it could be like, I heard you say this. What I'm understanding you to say is this, not what you said, what you said, well, you did this. It's I understood you to say that. Um, and, And then say, you know, that gives again that goes back to giving them the opportunity to clarify what they've said. So, what are some barriers to active listening? Well, first of all, prejudgment and bias. Being aware of your own biases can help you recognize when they're clouding your listening. And they're it's not right or wrong, it's just being aware. Every single one of us, whether we like it or not, cannot come into a conversation completely neutral. And the quicker we realize that, the better off we'll be. I don't care how good you are, you cannot come into a conversation completely neutral. You're going to be bringing in prejudgments, preconceived notions. You're going to bring in biases, your own experiences. Unless you can just come in completely as a robot, you will not come into the conversation neutral. So be aware of what you're bringing to the conversation. Also, make an effort to avoid external distractions. If you have to have a deep conversation, if you have to have a tough conversation, whatever it might be, make an effort to choose a quiet and a comfortable setting for those important conversations. Don't do it when there are a bunch of people running around. If you've got kids, probably not the best time to have that conversation when the kids are running around uh, because tensions are already going to be high. People are going to be stressed out. They're going to be paying attention to all these other things going on. So find a time and a place that's quiet and comfortable for both of you so that you can have that important conversation. And not just external distractions, but minimize internal distractions. That includes your own emotions, your own thoughts. Really try to quiet your mind, especially if it's going to be a difficult conversation. Quiet your mind and practice some mindfulness techniques to keep your focus on the conversation. Whether that's praying before you go into the conversation, whether that's taking time to pause before you go into the conversation, whatever it looks like, give yourself time and space to quiet your mind, quiet your emotions. And then as you go into the conversation, you're going to have things going on outside of that conversation. Life goes on, but you want to be aware of the 
things that you've got going on that day, of the emotions you've got going on that day, and do the best you can to control those in that conversation, especially if they're related to the conversation and especially if they're not related to the conversation. You don't want outside emotions to impact the conversation that you're trying to have right now. Now, I want to touch on a deep connection between active listening and empathy. When you fully engage in what someone's sharing, you can put yourself in their shoes. And when you begin to feel what they feel, it empowers you to respond with genuine compassion and understanding. So as you're practicing active listening over the next several days, hopefully for the rest of your life, as you're building this habit, building this this tool in your tool belt, Really try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Really try to understand what they're feeling, how they're feeling. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with it, but try to understand where they're coming from, and it will help you in terms of how you respond and how the conversation goes. So to sum it up, active listening is a dynamic, it's an engaging process. It is going to require effort. It is going to require practice, and it's going to require some mindfulness. But the rewards are immense. You, you gain deeper relationships, you have a more effective communication style, you're better at problem solving. Things in general are just going to improve. It's not going to make things rainbows and sunshine, but communication is one of the biggest issues that's brought up in just about every single setting. So there's nothing, there's no downside to becoming a better communicator. So before we wrap up, I want to do a quick little activity with you, and I want you to think about a recent conversation that you could have had or that you had that could have been better. And I want you to think on how using the active listening techniques we've talked about could have altered that outcome. And so as you move forward today, the rest of this week, I encourage you to consciously practice active listening in your daily interactions. Notice the positive changes that it brings to your relationship, the positive changes it brings to communication, and share those with me. Uh, I'd love to hear how, uh, maybe if you've got techniques that have helped you with active listening, or if you start employing active listening this week, I'd love to know how that turns out for you. So feel free to shoot me an email, contact me on social media, and let me know. I want to hear what um, how this stuff is resonating with you and how it's helping. So if you found this episode helpful, please share it with other people who might find it helpful. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, follow along so that you don't miss out on an episode. And again, if you'd have a topic you'd like to see covered, shoot me an email, reach out, let me know. I love getting your feedback and I love building that into the content because I want this content to be of value to you as you go into your everyday life. So until next time, keep living that balanced life, keep seeking out God's best for you, and we will chat again next week.